Thank you for downloading the Flixsters podcast. On this week's episode, it's better than the than, than the Lion King. I must say, obviously, had a, a Will Smith. He got teased for being blue, uh, you know. And obviously, when he was younger, he was teased for being black. I don't know what he needs. I don't know what color this guy. <laughs> what color does he need to be? But what about the guy who did the the, the, the voices, voices, the the sounds? Oh my gosh! What's he like? <laughs> what he was doing, man? I don't know what that was. <laughs> so Chadwick Boseman, in his speech, <laughs> he has this speech here where he's like, "Okay, I want this person to da da da. I want that person get uh, get na- narcotics. That person." Shut down every bridge and somebody get this man a shield. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode number 71, folks. You are listening to a brand new episode of the Flixers podcast. And we are back again, bringing you some movie news, bringing you some trailer stuff, bringing you film reviews. And if we've got time, we're going to throw in a hidden gem. But before before we do all of that sort of stuff, I just want to give a big shout out to Deval, uh, a new listener. So this is Ruth. Oh. This is Ruth. And well, this is Struth. Struth. Struth, Ruth. But you know, you know Ruth as well. <laughs> Do I know Ruth? Who's you know, Ruth? Ruth is someone who used to work at a place that we both worked at. Is it? The Ruth. The Ruth. The Ruth is on fire. Yeah, so Ruth is, yeah, so she's an ex-colleague. And um, she used oh. to work in, yeah, she used to work with us at uh, a company that we used to work for um, back in the day. Yeah. And okay. yeah, so um, I just want to say, hola, Ruth. Ruth, she's a Spanish speaker. She loves the Spanish. She is loves it? the do I know Ruth? Well. Do I know her? I th- I th- yeah. Do I know her? Yeah, of course. She was. She used to work out in the uh, in the Hammersmith office. Is it Ruth? 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 I'm trying to think now. Uh, think, uh, think, teachery stuff, and think Hammersmith office. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does she have colourful hair? Uh, I think so. I'm not okay, sure. No, think, actually, no, no, oh, no, 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 no. Someone else. Didn't. I'm thinking of. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, either way, Ruth, thank you for 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 listening to the show. Thank you for 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 logging in. Thank you for being Ruth. The roof, the roof, <laughs> the roof is on fire. We need only no water. Let the flicksters make you burn, burn, flicksters, burn. Uh, Ruth, go enjoy the to show, get the Ruth. real version of that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, enjoy the show. All right, okay, so folks, so let's get on to movie news. All right, so Devout, we speak about Disney. It feels like as if we speak about Disney and obviously in connection with that with Marvel all the time. So we're bringing you some Disney news again, folks. Um, and this is actually pretty good because I've been waiting a long, long, long time for this. Now, um, do you remember those movies about kind of those um, those apes who are running around the planet and trying to take things over, uh, take over yes. the whole planet, Planet of the Apes? Great movies, yes. I, f- I felt. And started off with James Franco with the reboot. Then it went off into, who was the other guy? I think And, and do you know who directed that as well? Oh. Matt Reeves. Was it Matt mm. Reeves? Matt, absolutely, yeah, Matt Reeves. Mm. Matt Reeves did it, and um, the last one. What, what was the last one called again, Devel? Uh, was it War, the Planet of the Apes? Yeah, great movie, Cobra. 
Whoa. Cobra was brilliant. Who is it good for? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> but let's see how many with... songs we can get into that. Let's see how many right. songs we can okay, get into so that. You've got two already, so let's see if we can do more. Um, so what, what's happening with Planet of the Apes? What's going on? Yeah, Disney, man. Disney, Disney. You know, obviously Disney bought Fox, yeah? Yes. And uh, Planet of the Apes was a Fox franchise for a very long time. Uh, we go way back to, I think even, was it even a Fox franchise during the Charlton Heston days? When, Absolutely. Uh, was it the original happened? But yeah, Charlton Heston going way back. Yeah, but yeah. So, uh, so Disney have bought Fox, and people were thinking, hmm, "What's going to happen with the apes? Will the apes be extinct, or will they, you know, will they turn into human beings? Will they, you know, evolve?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it looks like evolution is on the cards. So Disney are planning to reboot Planet of the Apes uh, with uh, Wes Ball. Wes Ball, or Wesley, as his parents call him, uh, uh, he he was involved in the Maze Runner right, uh, okay. sort of film. So it looks like somebody who's you know used to the big block, big, big blockbuster franchise sure. type situations is going to start on the uh, Planet of the Apes. So let's see what happens with this one. Yeah, and Deval, just briefly on that, did you were you Ooh. a fan of the Tim Burton one? Do you remember there was one version that they yeah. made? Yeah, think with it was Mark Wahlberg, Helena Bonham Carter. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. Two thousand and one. It was alright. It was alright. It. It, it was alright. It was it was okay. I can't I can't really cut it too much, but yeah. I must say the sort of James Franco one. I mean, come oh, on, man. Caesar said no. Oh, I mean, come on, wicked. That's, that kind of no is like that is. <laughs> That's a no you don't come back from. Oh, no. You know? Exactly. And at the oh, end man. when it says Caesar is home. Oh man. That is that gets you uh, in the heavy, feels, man. Heavy, that gets heavy, you in heavy. the feels. Uh yeah, all right, trust okay. Me. All right. So on to some other Disney news. So this time mm-hmm. Disney Plus. Oh, tell me about mm-hmm. this one. So Disney Plus are gonna green light what? Disney Plus. So did you get to see the new Aladdin that came I out this year? Did not, not yet. Do you know what I will do? It's better than the than, than the Lion King. I must say, Ooh. obviously, had a, a Will Smith. He got teased for being blue, yeah. uh, you know. And obviously, when he was younger, he was teased for being black. I don't know what he needs. I don't know what color this guy. <laughs> what color does he need to be? <laughs> just, man's getting teased left, right, and center. You know. Oh shit, man! I so, wish you could hear that line. I bet you he would crack up if he heard that line. He, he would crack up. He would. He would. He would. But yeah, so. I watched Aladdin, Aladdin, uh, this year's Aladdin, and I, I really liked it. You know, yeah, it was refreshing. Yeah, it was the same thing, but it kind of had a, it kind of had a new twist, and I, I enjoyed it much more than the Lion King. Yeah. But I digress. Disney Plus has green lit a spin-off. So in the Lion King, sorry, in the Aladdin, uh, you know, Princess Jasmine. Yes, uh, she is. She was meant to be sort of not betrothed, but I guess she was meant to be. Her dad, you know, the, the king wanted her to marry yeah. a, a suitor. And there was a period when the king brought her certain suitors. Right. Obviously, Aladdin isn't even on the cards because he's nah. meant to be a no one. Yeah, but he's a hood there rat. was a period, exactly, he's a hood rat. But there was a, a, a person called Prince Anders. I think he was from Denmark. Oh. And he, he came into it and the, the dad presented him as maybe her, you know, as her sort of husband to be, but she didn't like him. But Prince Anders was a proper, proper, you know, Disney cutout prince. Uh, very, very stereotypical, blonde, blue-eyed. But he yeah. was quite a quirky, funny character. You can tell he was quite likable. He didn't have a massive part, but 
who are so likable, but that they're going to do a spin-off of uh, Prince Anders on oh. Disney Plus. Disney Plus need content, so they, they're, <laughs> scra- they're, they're scrapping away on the drawing board, thinking who do we think can give us content, fresh content, yeah. but from existing IP. So Whoa. I think it's a good idea. It might yeah, work. Man. I think it might work. It, it might could work. do. Why not? I mean, Disney Plus, they're going to be chucking millions and millions, mm, yeah, uh, you know, yeah. at their stuff. So Disney Plus, so why not? They're going to, they want people to kind of like, you know, to sign up to this. So uh, we'll keep you posted on that one, folks. Now, this next movie is so weird that you brought this up, right? And I'll tell you the reason why. So when I was going through kind of the internet today and I was just put a search in there, like the best like or the or classic whodunit movies, yeah. like murder mystery movies, yeah. this movie, it came up and I remember watching this back in the day and yeah, man, it was, it was the first movie which kind of meshed together live action and... Actually, no, no, no. Maybe I'm getting this totally wrong. From what I remember, it was kind of like a dead, it did a really good job of putting together live action movie with with animation, and I'm sure it's been done before before this movie. But it, I'm talking about Who Framed Roger Rabbit, mm-hmm. and I remember watching this movie, man. It was just like, wow, how did they do that, etc. But Deval, what's the big news on this? Yeah, with this one, I mean, who would have thought it? You know. Uh, they are going to make a part two. Mm. Yes, I said it. Part two to Who Framed Roger Rabbit. The original came out in 1980, I want to say 88. Yeah. Uh, A long time ago. And Bob Hoskins, uh, I mean, come on, man. Uh, Is it Jessica Rabbit? Jessica Rabbit. Who was a lady, the sexy lady? Oh, man. Oh, yeah, oh, exactly. Man. Oh, yeah. I Body like a cartoon. <laughs> she, man. If I could copy and paste that into real life, oof, oh, I'd, be, I'd be copying and pasting, pasting. something else too. Trust me. <laughs> but yeah, oh, they're going to remake it. They're going to remake it. It's meant to come out in 2022. Uh, so that would literally be like 31 years since it came out originally, I think. Wow. Something like that. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy, who is uh, a big producer on... Uh, uh, in Disney, yeah. is involved in that. Steven Spielberg, executive producer as well. Yes. Also producer, Robert Zemeckis is producing as well. Back to the well. future. Exactly. So you've got, you know, you've got big names in the game. Yeah, man. In this I, film. So it's I looking like so. it could be, it could be a, a winner here, you know, so we'll have to yeah. wait and see, but Bob Hoskins will not be involved. That's something I, I can know, guarantee. Unfortunately, yeah, that's a shame. But um, yeah. yeah, he was a he was a good actor. I mean, like he was great. I remember watching him in loads of stuff. Um, yeah, you know, back in the Super day, Mario, like, isn't it? Great film, yeah. great film. I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, Oscar worthy that one. Uh, no, but talking about movies, like he was. I don't know if you remember this one. This movie called um, Mona Lisa. Do you remember that one? Mona Lisa, Mona Lisa. I don't yeah. even know. No, I don't. No, okay, it's that's a great movie. Um, he's been in some great movies, man. He was he was gonna be. Check this out. He was gonna play um, Al Capone in The Untouchables, and then what happened was he filmed his scenes. He got paid for it. Then in the end, the director said, "Actually, you know what? Let's get someone else." And then they got Robert De Niro in. <laughs> Are you serious? Seriously, man. They got they got rid of Bob Hoskins and they brought in Robert De Niro. Can you believe it? Oh my gosh, that's a that's an upgrade, isn't it? <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, it's a good film as well. well all right, okay, so Who Framed Roger Rabbit, brilliant. We're going to wait for that one. That's 2022. It's just around the corner, so don't worry about it, folks. We will let you know when it's coming out. Now, okay, things are afoot in the comic book universe, and I'm talking about the cinematic comic book universe. So Marvel are doing stuff, aren't they, Devaldo? So they're out traveling, they're going to different countries and they're showcasing all the stuff that they've got coming over the next like two or three years. Where did they go and what did they show and what kind of nuggets of information can you share with us? Yes, I can share with you some nice, freshly fried golden nuggets. <laughs> nice golden nuggets with a side of, what's what do you like? Side of fries, coleslaw, oh, nice. you know. Yeah, so basically in Brazil, Brazil, Brazil are having their Comic Con experience. So CCXP stands for Comic Con Experience, and all the big wigs are out in Brazil. Do you remember a couple of years ago? It was uh, uh, t- uh, Tom Hardy was out there, and they had the first trailer of Venom. Of Venom, uh, yeah. and he talked about the Venom character and what he wants to do and stuff like that. So this year, the Eternals uh, footage has been showed. It hasn't, it's not finished, but there has been some Eternals footage uh, shown. Uh, so Kevin Feige has talked about that. In the footage, we've got uh, Angelina Jolie's character having a big, like, involved, I should say, not having, but involved in a big battle with what looks like the Deviants, mm. who are the, the more sort of mutated versions of the Eternals. And the Deviants are, the De- Deviants and the Eternals are, of the same kind of, I guess, race, uh, but they have obviously lots of fights and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and Thanos is a deviant. So ah. who knows if we may see, you know, Thanos in his youth. Baby you know, Thanos. Uh, baby Thanos, you never know. I love but, but uh, I love how I love how it is connected to kind of those Thanos in some sort of way. Like, you know, is there is some sort of little connection there and maybe they will kind of Will a lot of people know this? I know, I know you know it, and I know other kind of comic book nerds know this. But will the like you know rest of the other people know that? Okay, there is a connection there with Thanos. Well, unless they say it, I, I think it's not it's not common knowledge. No, but a lot of obviously comic book uh, geeks and you know people like us and and so on. And obviously our listeners will know because they yeah. are very respected in the game. So of course, and all our flicksters will understand. But I think they will have to make it plain. I mean, sure. in the Infinity War, when uh, Thanos went to Titan, he talked about how his people, you know, they they didn't have enough food and stuff like that. So the Eternals are from Titan. So whether they go back to Titan and link it so people can understand, that could happen. Yeah. We'll have to wait and see. But either way, I mean, the Eternals. Is meant to be released in November, twenty twenty. Uh, so they're knee deep in filming. Uh, they're going to be finished, quite, I think, quite soon, maybe. So they will have some footage to show at some stage. So we're going to have to look out for that one. Another, another uh, studio is also dear, uh, Warner Brothers and DC. Right. Uh, so what are they cooking? Oh man, they are cooking something up in the District of Columbia. Sorry, I mean Detective Comics. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, literally two days ago, they released a teaser Wonder Woman trailer. And, ha- and how did this go down? Wonder, that went down like, oof, that went down like Gal Gadot, <laughs> all oiled up in baby oil. I'm telling you. Mm-mm. <laughs> Yeah. So I've seen the trailer. It's a, it's a, it's a teaser. It's literally it is, yeah. like it literally is. just under a minute, and it shows her swinging her lasso, lasso of truth, 
beating a few people up. Uh, it shows Ca- uh, Catco uh, Media, who are the media company who are uh, big in the game in the DC universe. Uh, Malcolm, what's his name? Malcolm Lord. Uh, well, uh, I forgot his name now. What Chris something P- Lord? No, not no, Chris, no. Uh, Pe- uh, Pedro Pascal Pedro is playing Pascal. a character good- called. I think his name's Maxwell Lord. Right. Uh, but he he has like sort of I don't know psychic powers and he's a bit like a. Uh, he's like Wonder Woman's version of of Lex Luthor. He's really intelligent, right. really rich, very powerful. Uh, so that's he's going to be a big villain in the game as well. Check so, out Pedro, man. He's doing DC. He's doing Marvel I know, slash I know. Disney. Yeah. What's going on? And, and, and you know what? I know this is off topic, but The Mandalorian, that show is flipping oh, heavy. Wicked. Guys, if you're not watching The Mandalorian, you need to watch it. Seriously. I just love the fact... I don't want to spoil anything, but I mean... I just love the fact that his helmet is such a big thing I in the know, game. I, I love it. His helmet is like, it's, it has meaning. It has yes. purpose. I mean, it doesn't take it do off. You I mean, think, do you think, I hope, I hope. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, do you think, do you think he, by the end of the show, his helmet is going to come off and we're going to see, like, well, see it? I wish it doesn't. I hope it doesn't because then, then yeah. do you know what? I've got a funny thing. I've got a funny, uh, not funny, but I've got a, like a, I don't know, my theory is that you know Pedro Pascal's a big actor, yeah. He maybe not he might not be an A-lister to A-lister to most people, but to me, yeah. Since he done Oberyn Martell in Game of Thrones, he's a yeah. he's gangster. He's he done uh, Narcos. He's been in yeah. the the Kingsman. For me, he's an he's an A-lister. So it's hard to get A-listers to c- commit to TV series. It's hard. Yeah. So I think if Disney Plus are clever, because I know already they've they've started se- uh, filming season two. I think they should never reveal his face. That and way, they can just season get... two, they can yeah. cast someone else. Season three, yeah. they can cast someone else. And it's always going to be the Mandalorian that is the most important character, but not the actor. Season two, they can cast, what's his name? Diego Luna. <laughs> they could do <laughs> you know? They're both kind of like Chile, it's both South American or whatever. Yeah. Season three, they can cast someone else. I mean, they can cast anyone to be the Mandalorian as long as they can be the Mandalorian, do you know I what I mean? Know, I mean, that, I know. It'd be so interesting if that's uh, like, what, 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 what character do you know that just changes actors, but is still the same character? That's big. The, there is that's one. Big. There's they one. Do that. I'm so glad you said that because I was thinking exactly the same. There's one that I can just think of right now off the top of my head is Doctor Who. So basically they wrote into oh, the storyline yes. that he regenerates and then it, he, oh, whenever oh. he regenerates, he always takes on a different form. That is gangster. And then, and then, and then, it was always played with a different actor. So, you know what? That's gangster. Yeah, it's wicked. They 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 really cleverly how they did that. But um, sorry, let's go back a bit. Let's rewind. Sorry, we kind of went off into 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 Mandalorian uh, territory. When I say boat selector <laughs> for what, three songs, um, right? Okay, three songs. But so, so all right. So we had the Eternals. We had Wonder Woman. Was it? Is there anything else that they teased? They teased more footage from Black Widow. Oh, uh, we'll talk a bit, a bit about that later. But yeah, we did, the Black Widow trailer was released and uh, looked really good, but it didn't give you too much. Sure. But for for Brazil Comic Con experience, they gave a bit more regarding the there's a there's a bit in the trailer where uh, David Harbour's character, uh, uh, like Romanoff, uh, Elena Belova, and uh, Rachel Weisz's character all sitting down, and uh, that's where he's like, oh yeah, you know. 
my, my outfit still fits and all that. And she's like, oh, you put on a bit of weight. Yeah. So there's, there's an extended scene where they're all sitting around the dinner table and it kind of shows to the, to the I guess, the, the audience that they are, you know, they're all old school friends in sure. a way. Yeah. And they all know each other and they've kind of got like a rapport and they're kind of, you know, a bit of banter. Yeah. So I think the scene is ex- a bit ex- extended in that respect and that's what they showed. They, they still didn't show too, too much because it's early still, you know? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And one of the things that I didn't know is that um, it, in the comic books, the um, David Harbour's character is, is is the Red Guardian, isn't he? Red Guardian? Yes, Red Guardian. Yeah, he's a... He he's had, a, he's he a had, Russian version of Captain America, isn't yeah. he? He has a he had a thing with with Romanoff. In the comics. In the comics, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. So maybe there's kind of that little bit of a little tension going on there as well. They might they might play off of that. But um but General Ross is in this as well. Mm, Agent Ross. Or General General Ross. Yes, he's so in it. So that was interesting. And they're saying that there could be a that could be leading on to the Thunderbolts, like Red Hulk Ooh. and the Cabal and, you know, all those kind of people. Because in the Cabal, you've got like uh, Agent, R- I mean, General Ross. Uh, you got, <laughs> I like the way he's thinking, I like the way Black Panther says his name. Like, well, it's more, it's more Agent, it's more Agent Ross, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, the Hobbit. Agent Ross. <laughs> I love the way he says it though. <laughs> I love that bit. I love that bit when the Hobbit, when um, that Martin Freeman and Daniel Brühl, yeah. uh, Zemo, yeah. at the end of, yeah. um, at the end of, Civ- no, what was it again? Was it Civil War? Civil War, yeah. Yeah, and he goes, he goes, we foiled your plan. And then he goes, did you? Like, you exactly. know, I yes. loved it. And he goes, Because yeah. him, it. yeah, because, uh, uh, what's his name? Baron? Uh, Zemo. Zemo, Baron Zemo. Yeah, so he's, he's part of the, the sort of the cabal that's going to hopefully be turn up in know, a, yeah so it he's going to eat could, there's, there's more that meet there's more than meets the eye you know here. Yeah, there's more yeah, going and, on and he's and he's been cast in uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier yes 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 so exactly. we're going to see him we will definitely see him in full glory so yeah there's, there's, there's a lot going on I mean yeah if you can obviously Brazil Comic Con experience is happening this weekend uh, at the time of us recording this so by the yeah. time you listen to this you may have heard some more news as well. Sure, exactly. All right, okay. So now, other DC news. Let's talk about the Dark Knight. Let's talk about Batman. So, Batman. Things are, you know, getting even more interesting now, Devaldo, with the casting. So, who are they adding to the Batman cast list? Yes, they are adding Peter Sarsgaard. Mm. Who is Peter Sarsgaard? He's <laughs> a, he, he was he was the baddie in <laughs> the Green Lantern. Oh my gosh, yeah. When his he face was the, the yellow changes. parallax, I think it's called. <laughs> yeah. And he's yeah. married to someone famous as well. I can't remember who it is, but yeah, he's kind of like a you know, character actor and he's been in some, mm. I think he's been in some good movies. Yeah, yeah. He's married to Mag- Maggie Gyllenhaal. That's it. Yeah, yeah. So Jake Gyllenhaal's sister. They've been married for 10 years. He's got two children. Mm. Yeah, he was so. in... Um, I'm just trying to think what movies he's been. The Orphan, I remember that year. Magnificent. Seven. Oh, yes, 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 yeah. yes, yes. Flight Pan. Jarhead, yeah. F- oh, yes, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. He's so been in quite a what, few films. He's, 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 not, he's not usually like the main nah. the main star, but he's he's a good actor. He's been in quite a few, uh, like, just, yeah, just quite a few big films, but he might be a supporting actor, for example. Sure. Uh, so he's been in Black Mass with Johnny Depp. He's been in Jackie with... Uh, what's her name? Natalie Portman, Portman. Magnificent Seven. Uh, he's been in, oh my gosh, quite a few films from the looks of it. 
So, yeah, he's a good actor, good actor. So he is meant to be playing Two-Face, from what I hear. Oh. If the rumours are correct, he will be playing Two-Face in Batman. So let's see if he can be Two-Faced. <laughs> Seriously, man. <laughs> like, I'm not joking. That the, the amount of the huge cast that they've that he's pulling yeah. together for that movie, man. Seriously, it's, it sounds like as if it's going to be epic, and I just hope... Is it going to be overstuffed? Is it going to be too many baddies, man? That's I mean, Two Face, Penguin, Riddler. Who else? I Cut mean, Falcone. It's like <sighs> flipping out, man. You yeah, got Catwoman. I mean, so some of the best films have only got one real, you yeah. know, baddie, and you know, I they know, deal with I it. Know. I know, I know. Well, exactly, exactly. So we'll see what happens with that one, folks. Now, okay. So we've mentioned uh, Zack Snyder on the show before. Obviously, you know, his name yeah. pops up, uh, you know, a lot of the time. And I'm still waiting for this zombie movie that he's supposed to be making. But before oh, yeah. that zombie movie comes out, he's always kind of like popping up and he's on Instagram and he's always teasing this idea of there being a longer version of the Justice League. And, you know, he's kind of, put pictures up and he said, look, hey, here's a picture from from my director's cut. And obviously there was some controversy around the, the version that we saw in the cinema and and what he wanted to put out. And Deval, the news is what? Because this is kind of epic. You know, if we thought if we thought the Irishman was longer, this is good. This takes the piss, right? So tell us about this. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, wow. I mean, basically, you've, you guys have been here and I'm pretty sure uh, that, that obviously Zach Schneider, we all know that he had personal problems. His his daughter mm. uh, died, and he had to sort of leave the production of Justice League. So uh, Joss Whedon took over. So a lot of Jack, Zach Schneider's original plans were scrapped. Zach Schneider originally wanted a a trilogy: uh, Justice League one, two, and three. Justice League one, the team get together, they fight Stephen Wolf. Justice League two, uh, they they are drawn into a, like a space battle with uh, Dark, Dark Side. Side. They go to uh, the Apocalypse's planet, planet yeah. I think. Yeah. They go there, they battle, they lose. And then Justice League Part 3, they have to like somehow get together again and try and win. So it was a really, really like massive, massive project that he had planned. Uh, we all know that got scrapped, but even Justice League Part 1, the original plans that he had, the film could have been up to five hours long. Oh, man. That's way too much. We know, but I'm talking about like if every piece of his plan was put in, you know, even Endgame, even though it was three hours, Endgame could have been much longer, but it took out quite a lot. So, I mean, even though they say this, even though they say it could have been almost five hours long, that's if you add every idea he had, which in in reality is never going to happen. Yeah. So it's a bit, you know, a bit of a pinch of salt to take in with this one. But we do know there was, there is a Snyder cut that is out there that is still longer than what we got and is meant to be much better. So yeah. go ahead. No, I was going to say, do you think, do you reckon they'll invite Zach again to make another DC movie? I don't think so. I think it's done now. Yeah. I think he's, I think he's done with it. Mm. He's done. So a part of me wishes that because, because of obviously the tragedy, the thing that happened and you know, that's sad. And it's a part of me kind of just wishes that, you know what, they, they give him another chance or, or something that he can work his magic and do so. Cause he's, he's visionary director, you know, he's got loads of kind of interesting ideas and, you know, it's a shame that it went that way, but um, yeah, man, five hours, obviously too long. If it came out on a DVD, then I'm sure there's people who would buy it. But even if it was say three and a half hours long, it would be interesting just to see kind of what they did. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I would love to see the whole dark side 
you know, aspect of it come to fruition because Darkseid is like one of those Thanos-level villains that need time to build to. And it looks like he had that time in his mind planned out, but it just never got there, yeah. which is why Justice League as a film, you know, they, they messed it up in the end. They cut it to two hours and they shortened it. It just was a hodgepodge of different heroes with no cohesion and it just, it just messed up. Yeah. So. And, and do you remember Dawn of Justice? That was, there was, the, I saw this a couple of times. So I saw this version that they obviously put out in cinema, but then they released a, a longer version. Uh, when I watched it the second time around, I, you know what? I had a better experience. I, I liked it more than I did the first time around. Was that because of the longer scenes and maybe a bit more context? I don't know, but I mean, you know, same thing could have happened with Justice League. Like, you know, I, I haven't revisited Justice League in years. And maybe if, if there was like a way for me to watch it and the director says, hey, look, I'm going to be releasing Justice League again on Blu-ray, whatever, but it's got an extra half an hour of extra scenes in it, which adds a bit more story. I don't know. Maybe yeah, I'll, be, exactly, yeah, I'll, be, I'll exactly. be up for it. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. So we're going to be finishing up with a film news folks, but before we do, here's just a quick thing that I want to mention. Now I am a huge, huge, huge fan of Frank Miller's Sin City and that, that graphic novel was like seminal. It was like hugely, huge, you know, hugely popular, uh, with, with the nerds and the geeks and everything. And then when I got wind that they were going to be turning this into a movie and I was like, shit, how the hell are they going to do it? Because it's got this distinct look and, you know, the way, you know, it's violent and everything. And then when mm-hmm. Robert Rodriguez, he he made Sin City, I was like, whoa, man, I was blown away. Seriously, I loved that movie. I watched it. I remember watching it a couple of times in cinema, got it on Blu-ray, uh, on DVD, et cetera, and loved it. Then they came out with Sin City Part 2. That was brilliant. I love that as well. You know, seeing the uh, characters and seeing some new characters. But check this out. So Legendary Television has reached a deal with Frank Miller to bring Sin City to the small screen. So folks, if you are longing to find out what happens in Sin City, listen, this is going to happen. There's going to be a Sin City TV show and I cannot wait. Now, um, the good news is this that it's looking to be kind of R-rated ish. So Good. yes, Good. I don't want them to hold back. So um let's hope it's kind of like it goes to like a really good network. Maybe maybe something like HBO, you know, yep. they they buy it or something like that. But check this out. So um Apparently, though, the one thing that I did want to say was the guy who made The Walking Dead, one of the producers of The Walking Dead, was trying to bring this to the screen years ago, but couldn't do it because of obviously, you know, uh, I don't know, deals, they happen, they, they fall through and whatnot. But it's looking like this is going to happen. So keep listening to the Flicksters, folks. We will let you know when this happens and um, let us know if you are a Sin City fan. All right. Deval, let's take a look at the box office. So, what are we looking at now? So, um, so let's 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 go by from what's in at number five on the UK's yep. box office. So, sitting at number five, we've got Charlie's Angels, and this is a new release, right? Is it just released a week ago or two weeks yeah, ago? Yeah, about a week ago or so. Uh, Charlie's Angels has just done half a million in the UK so far. I don't think it's going to stay there for much longer. 
I've yeah, heard the reviews doesn't are bad. Seem like a massive, yeah, it's not very strong, so it'll, it will go out, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry to say. No, no. Yeah, no. I get, I get you. I mean, that's what it is. All right. So that's Charlie's Angels number five. Now, in at number four is Blue Story. This is a, a film that I haven't heard of. So um, it's like a gang film. It's like it's almost it's like Top Boy, but a film version, basically. Right. Okay. And uh, so what have you heard? Well, it caused a lot of contra- controversy in, 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 in England, in London, because when the film was released, gangs turned, <laughs> turned up at the cinema. Is and it? Like, they, had, they had knives and machetes and shit. And what? the cinemas, the cinemas banned the film no. for about a week or so. Yeah, it was in the news. They banned it and no cinema would show it. But then they lifted the ban and now they're showing it again. Yeah, because all these gangs showed up with knives uh. and machetes. So there's people like taking their kids to see Frozen, and all of a sudden these gangs run for the cinema with machetes. No <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah, that's crazy. But check <laughs> so, this out. It's done. It's done better than um, than Charlie's Angels. I know. Yeah, I think all that the thing is all that controversy has gotten people to then go to the cinema and watch it because <laughs> it was all over the news. So then that was like free marketing. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry. Before we look at number three, I just got to have a quick just say this the joker is still in the top 10 it's in at number eight and it's taken 57 and a half million that's really good you know that's mad that's that is, really good yeah that's, that's really crazy good. all right okay so in at number three is a movie called last christmas uh it's taken 1.6 million for a cum total of just under 10 million now i've heard that this is well the reviews that i kind of um that I read were that it's just kind of baggy, it's like frothy, and it's no um, love actually, but it's doing yeah. quite well. Yeah, it's got uh, our friend, uh, what's her name? Uh, Khaleesi. Oh. <coughs> it's got Khaleesi and the soon-to-be, uh, maybe Namor, who knows? Uh, what's his name? The one that was in Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're talking about, yeah, I know. yeah. So, yeah, so we'll see. I mean, I, I'm never going to watch that film, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I don't, <laughs> but like, 10 million isn't bad. 10 million 10 is million not bad. bad. Yeah. And, uh, all right, okay, so... So it's, so in at number two is a movie called Knives Out and mm-hmm. we went out and watched this movie. So we're going to speak that later on in the show. So yes, listen, yes, listen yeah. to our review of that movie. But this has taken just under three million this week and first it's a new week. entry. Wow. Yeah, I think I think it's quite low for first. It's not going to be a box office smash. No. I thought it would have done a lot better because you got James Bond in it. Uh, so I thought, mm. the, I thought the UK crowd would, you know, rush to the cinema, but they didn't. Maybe it might be one of those slow burners. We'll have to wait and see. But uh, definitely, I know Blue Story had the knives out, so maybe <laughs> uh, <laughs> so maybe they can get together, you know? Exactly. But then again, I'm just looking at number one. I mean, yeah, it kind of makes sense though, right? Because this is, Frozen 2 is a Disney movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, and come on, man. It's like holiday season. It's got Christmas coming out. Frozen 2 is taken... 8.7 million and overall it's taken 27 million. So it's going to be kind of seriously, man, like a Disney mm. movie frozen. I know the first frozen was a huge, huge that hit. So I'm yeah. assuming that people are going to go out in droves to watch this. The parents are going to take the kids. I, I haven't seen this and I haven't seen frozen one. So I don't know what it's like, but yeah, that's the UK's number one movie folks It's frozen two. All right. Okay. Okay, so next we've got uh, What's Out on Blu-ray, DVD. Yeah. 
So uh, this week, uh, just in time for Christmas, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, mm. Tarantino's latest film, Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, starving the cast there. And decent film, a lot of hype. I think it was a bit overhyped. I think it yeah. was a bit, I think, I don't know. I don't think it was as good as I thought it was going to be. Sure. But it's a decent film if you want to, you know, if you like a two and a half hour Tarantino film. I think yeah, it was. no, it's true. Uh, Absolutely true. And but like, you know, watch it for the ending. Yeah, the ending's really good. Yeah, I think that's when it really comes alive, but you just got to wait until that happens. I know, <laughs> I know. And what else we got? Yeah, we've got Dora and the Lost Cities of Gold. Uh, so in that one, we've got Michael Benya, and we've got, uh, what's the name from uh, Desperate Housewives? Uh, Ida Longorio. Yes. Yes, so they I never, caught, I never caught this, I'll be honest with you. I didn't catch it, and I'm not going to catch it. Yeah. So the, the, the Lost Cities of Gold, they can stay lost. Exactly. You know? I know, man. Uh, but <laughs> Dora the Explorer was a massive cartoon, uh, you know, for kids. And I guess it's translated into the movies. So yeah. all good. All good. All right. Okay. All good. Let's talk about, um, I'm really kind of like eager to talk about some of these movies on our trailer yeah. section. So we're going to speak about a couple of movies that are new. Mm-hmm. The new trailers are out. Sorry. So first things first is uh, the big one. And this is from Marvel. So this came out of nowhere, right, Devaldo? I remember you messaged me, you sent me a message and you were like, check this out. And it was the Black Widow trailer. And boy, oh my gosh, man. I just, I just want to watch this movie. I want to see what the hell they do with it. It's got, you know, it it looks as if it's got comedy in it. Well, it will be, it's a Marvel movie. It's going to have comedy in it. It's got action in it. It's got Black Widow in it. It's got the Red Guardian in it. It's got David Harbour in it. And we kind of spoke a little bit about, um, you know, that little scene that you were talking about where they're at the dinner table and they're speaking together. And yeah, that's in the trailer as well. Uh, but yeah, man, tell tell me, you know, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I think it's decent. I don't think I don't think the first trailer blew anyone away. It didn't blow me away, but I've got a good feeling that this will be one of those kind of like winter soldiery type vibe films. You can, you yeah. know, from Black Widow, she's got no superpowers and her, her people generally don't, but they're all really they're tough fighters, you know, and they're like hand to hand combat, just like we saw in Winter Soldier. It's going to be, uh, you know, the main course of this meal. Uh, they actually got the sort of fight choreographer from uh, John Wick to work on the fight scenes in this mm-hmm. film. So you can tell the fight scenes are going to be on point and really yeah. gritty and, you know, so yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. And it's, it's going to also be quite a, it should be quite a good plot as well. Sure. So it should be, you know, something a bit more realistic and a bit more grounded. So like it basically be a hyped up version of Jason Bourne. That's yes. what I'm expecting. Yeah. And we're going to see uh, Nat, uh, Elena Bolovina, I think her name is. Uh, basically Florence Pugh's character, who's like a younger version of Black Widow. Yeah. And I think she could be the future of the Black Widow. So it'd be good to get her introduced into the MCU. Yeah, and and there's rumours. I mean, obviously, you've got to take this with a pinch of salt. Mm-hmm. Could could Iron Man, could Tony Stark uh, turn up in this that's, as well? That's what I hear. I mean, the time period is between 2016 and 2018, between Infinity War... Sorry, between uh, Civil War and Civil Infinity War. Yeah, so Civil War. It's the yeah. moment where she went missing because remember, after at the end of at the, at the end of Civil War, she was on the run because she yeah. helped Captain America. So she's on the run, and I guess she went to go and her past sort of caught up with her, and sure. she had to go and handle her business, you know. So yeah, we're gonna see what kind of business she had to handle. In it, all right, okay. So go check, folks, if you have not seen that trailer, go out and yeah. check it out. 
And you can catch it on the Flixsters YouTube channel. Of course, of course. Right, okay, so this next one, Deval, I just got to tell you one thing. This scared the shit out of me. Antlers, uh-huh. right? So first of all, I, you know, I'm watching this on YouTube and I'm thinking, okay, yeah, this is like, you know, a little bit creepy, a bit ominous, you know, you know, a weird looking kid walking like, you know, on the beach. I was like, okay, this is fun. And he sees an animal, sees a skunk, you know, uh, over there and he's like, he kills it. Right. Okay. Great. This is a great start. And next thing you know, it he's he's hunting around. He's looking. He's checking, like you know, for different animals. And what's he doing with all these animals? He's better giving them to someone or something. And by the end of the trailer, you realize what the hell this thing is, right? And oh my god, Deval, what the hell is it? Like it's, it's mad. It kind of it kind of reminded me of uh... the Goatman. No, <laughs> no, it kind of, you know, the, the creature was nasty. Yeah, so the yeah. kid was maybe feeding the creature or something. But yeah. it kind of reminded me a little bit of Hellraiser, Hellraiser yes. one, yeah. when the the lady was kind of, I guess, kind of not feeding, but she was helping Hellraiser to yeah. to sort of create himself because he needed like human flesh, blood human and fle- I don't know, yeah. flesh and whatever. So it's a bit weird. But this 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 film does look a bit dark. It's got Jesse Plemons. His yes. name Plemons. He's good. Uh, so yeah, this film does look a, a bit weird and dark and that's what I like. That's yeah. my that's my bag for sure. Yeah, it's no, directed definitely. by Scott Cooper, the same person that directed Hostiles and Black Mass. So it's going to so be good. I think it's going to be good. should be good. Yeah, it should be good. It should be good. Uh, and what, what other, other trailer have we got up next? Uh, next trailer we have, uh, what have we got here? We've got Hansel and Gretel, another, another horror actually. Yeah. And this is obviously from the old school fairy tale. Yeah, and this film, I mean, the first one, Antlers, is out in twenty twenty April, and uh, Hansel and Gretel is out uh, in twenty twenty as well. I'll let you know the date shortly. But uh, yeah. yeah, it just looks it looks very dark and very weird. It looks a bit Creepy like as a hell. yeah. It's like it's just it, oh, I don't know. I think there's a bit of a wave of dark weirdish type films happening but also weirdish type films with kids and it's got the talking of kids it's got the girl from um it it chapter one yes 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 and there was one bit in the in the trailer where there's like a witch in there or something and seriously man it's freak it i saw it i was like this is this is this ain't a kids no. This ain't no kids movie. This, this ain't no. no this no, is no, no, not no. a fairy tale. Well, it is based on a fairy tale, but this is no fairy tale movie. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, go check this trailer out, and you're gonna basically mm. be a bit like, shit. What the hell's that? You know, creepy old woman yeah. in there, creepy kids. Oh. And do you know who directed this film as well? Who's that? Oz Perkins. That's a name that I mentioned a while ago when I spoke about one of our hidden gems, which was called uh, the Black Coat's Daughter. Oh, yes. Yeah, you mentioned yes, that one. Yes, Black Coat's Daughter, otherwise known as February. It has two different names depending on where it's released. But yeah. that was a real, real good hidden, hidden gem about um, a girl who goes to this, like, sort of, I don't know, school. She's left behind and some crazy killings happen. Yeah. And it's like she's possessed by the devil or something. Oh, it is crazy. Uh, he also uh, directed or wrote, uh, I Am the Pretty Things That Lie in oh. the house it's a horror film Gosh. on netflix so yeah it's very dark this person oz perkins is, is an up and coming up and coming director so this uh hansel and gretel should be decent it should be decent, decent right yeah yeah that's out in february sorry yeah. it's out, no it's out in uh not february it's out 2020 2020 in, well. uh, in january yeah so okay. pretty much 
Yeah, cool. All right. And um, this next one, yeah, I checked this one out as well. So this one is out on um, on on Apple's Apple streaming. TV. Yeah, yeah Apple I TV. Thought, you know what? We need to be we need to be equal. It can't just be Netflix and Amazon. Yeah, exactly. Let's get some apples in there. Get some apples and let's get your fruit. I, know. And, I saw this. Exactly. I saw this and I thought, oh, this is interesting. So it's kind of like a, like a, almost like a coming of age, like type of a story. And it focuses on a, a girl called uh, Hala, who's a, a Muslim girl. She's living in America. And I think she's going through a lot of emotions, like, you know, teenage emotions, like, you know, she, you know, she's has to kind of, uh, I think, you know, did this two worlds, right? You know, so this world of mm. her being like a Muslim and also at the same time of her being like an American, contemporary America and all the, you know, the stuff that goes with that and like, you know, home life and marrying those two together and and growing up in a world where, you know, there's probably expectations of her, expectations are from her parents, from society. You know, she meets a boy, you know, she, she you know, she's pro- probably possibly falling in love and how is that going to all fit in i thought it was like you know it looked really heartwarming and looked like kind of like really um one of those movies where you just got to sit back and and watch and just admire and it reminded me a bit of um oh boyhood the kind of the look of boyhood yeah yeah which i which i thought was really good yeah so yeah i mean um is this going to be enough? Here's my question, though. Is this going to be enough to get me to sign up to Apple TV? Well, no. maybe not. I mean, the, the Servant is coming out soon. That's by M. Night Shyamalan. That looks really yes, good. Yes, that's really yeah. good. So and who C, knows? I mean, but... I'm really interested to have a, a C of C, actually. A what? Oh. <laughs> I, I, I want to have a look at C. <laughs> of course. But you know, Hala, Hala was actually... Uh, in my short short film days, uh, I actually showed Hala started out as a short film, Is fourteen it? minutes. Yes, and I actually showed Hala in my short film uh, showed at, at short for talks that I did years ago. Yeah, wow. And so when I saw this, I thought, "Oh, this rings a bell." I didn't realize that this film is also written and directed by the same person who made the short film. Nice. Basically, they got the budget to do a a big film. Uh, so it's by Minal. Baig, and she's basically drawn on her own life experiences uh, of being a, a, a young Muslim teenager in America and having to obviously have to acclimatize in American life, but also have your traditional values as well. So yeah. there's an internal struggle there. But this will, if it's anything like the short film, I think it'll be good. It should be really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. brilliant. Yeah, man. Those short really for talks good. nights, man. They were so, so, yeah. so good, man. Seriously, you've probably, so good. You've probably seen this film. You've probably seen this film. Yeah, honestly. yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, it does. When I saw it, I was like, oh, yeah, this is like, you know, that story yeah. that I kind of like, you know, it was really interested in and got into. But yeah, those shorts for talks, man, they were like, you kind of like, and, and the team would bring loads of different, short films obviously from all yeah. around the world and this was like you yeah. know part of that as well so that was really great uh all right okay now we spoke about we well, you mentioned james bond um but this is the new trailer for the latest james bond movie no time to die and mm-hmm. yeah man it's like it's james bond it's like you know it's got action it's got intrigue it's got daniel craig with his that steely face those cold blue eyes and it's Bond coming out of retirement to do one last job. So yeah, it's, it looks good. I mean, I've got to say, it does look good. The Bond trailers—they always look good. 
Like if I'm being honest, you know, there's yeah. always like, you think shit. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I want to get back into the whole bond thing. But this is equally uh, interesting because it's going to be Daniel Craig's last bond outing. Yep. Uh, yep. Uh, I have to confess, you know what? <laughs> I just ain't seen it yet. You know? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I haven't seriously. seen the trailer, but I heard it's good, but yeah, no, it's going to be his last one. And I think, hope, um, you know, I'm really a bit nervous because the last one I didn't like, but yeah. I hope this one's good. I hope it's good, man. Yeah. Rami Malik should be a good a good baddie in this one too. I hope he's good, man, because Bond needs good. to come back. Because, you know, if, it, if it's shit, it's going to really affect the next one, you know? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So then they're going to be like, oh, right, okay, is it two or three years for the next one, and then there's going to be a whole casting thing and like, you know, yeah, they'll get someone new in. Right. Okay, uh, now this one, we've got to quickly just speak about this, right? Okay, so um, we are huge fans of Amazon Prime's show the boys and i remember when i watched it i absolutely loved it it was brilliant it's only like about five episodes five or six episodes is that right deval uh, it was eight, I think. Oh, was it eight episodes? Sorry, shit. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I, when I was watching, I was like, shit, no, I don't want this to end. It kind of ended like mm. I wanted more episodes. But basically, it is a brilliant, brilliant show about you know a world in which there are superheroes, but those superheroes aren't really nice people. And there are there are there's a group of people out there who want to expose the superheroes for who they really are. And the superheroes are that they like they're sweary. They do some bad shit. They kill people when they're not supposed to be killing people. They are evil, at, you know, in some cases. And this whole show ended on a brilliant cliffhanger. And when this teaser, when this trailer popped up, I was like, "Whoa, man! I can't can't wait for this to come out." But then it was plugged from Amazon. They plugged it. Did you did you read about this, Deval? It was a mistake or something. Oh, with the trailer. Yeah, they they pulled it. Yeah, because I sh- yeah because somebody sent me the link and I tried to watch it and it, it wouldn't work. Yeah, so <laughs> basically, someone at Amazon made a mistake. They uploaded it and it was there, and I quickly saw it. And then it was like, no, they made a mistake. Yeah. They pulled it. So I'm not sure if you yeah. can still watch it, but if you can, I have watch seen it. it though. I have seen yeah. it though. I saw it fire some other other way, but yeah, it does look good. It yeah, looks really it looks good. good. I can't wait. I can't wait to watch this one. Do we know when this one's coming out? It's going to be released similar time as the last one. So July. July time. And, okay. Uh, it's going to be a few more characters. A few, and it seems like the, the the lady, the new girl in the group, she's going to be, you know, doing her thing. The, uh, the Asian lady. She's quite powerful. Uh, we're going to have Stormfront, who's a massively powerful character in, in the boys' sort of mythology. Yeah. Almost, almost as powerful as Homefront, but not as powerful. Homefront looks like he's going crazy, killing yeah. people again. I saw a scene in the in, in the trailer where pe- like, like these security guards' heads were like blown off. <laughs> I know, man. It looks disgusting. He's just it's covered like in blood. Heads are blown off. Yeah, it's just bloody. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what the heck is going to go on there. I they know. are going to just ramp it up, man. They're going to ramp it up. I can't wait for this one. All right, okay. And the last trailer that we're going to speak about is a new Ryan Reynolds. This guy, man, he is super busy. We've got a a movie of his that is going to be dropping on Netflix on the 12th of December. So we're going to watch that one and we'll review it. I think that's called Underground 6 or 6 Underground, one of those things. Yes, that's it, yeah. And he's in this new film called Free Guy. And I watched the trailer, Devada. This just looks like a whole bunch of fun. Do you know that? This looks crazy. And it reminded me of Ready Player One. Yes, it did. It did. 
it's 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 looking. But basically, the premise is uh, a regular guy, sort of average Joe, who's actually part of a game. It's weird, but he's part of a game, and just like regular life, but he's in a game. <laughs> and in the game, he's like a regular person. He's like he's not one of the sort of superheroes in the game. He's like a back background character. Yeah. But all of a sudden, he wants to get involved and start doing shit. So he starts to get involved in hero type stuff because he wants to break free and be a free guy. <laughs> so it's, yeah. it's the premise is very sort of like, like that. The action is, is funny, man. I mean, the things that's happening in the film, he's just, it's a computer game. You've got all kinds of like madness, you know, he puts on the glasses and he can see computer game shit, takes the glasses off. It's, it's, it's regular shit. Yeah, man. And we've got, uh, what's the names in the film? Jodie Cromer, who was in uh, Killing Eve, Taika Waititi's in the film. We've got the kid from uh, from Stranger Things in the film. So it looks really decent. It looks really, really decent. And I can't wait for this film. It's going to be good. It's coming out, ooh, 2020, July. So, yeah, man. It looks it's good, man. Decent. Yeah, yeah, it's looking decent. It is. All right. Okay, so folks, go check out those trailers and let us know what you think. I'm sure you're going to have a great time watching them. And yeah, if you like them, let us know. Um, get in touch with us on uh, on Instagram and uh, let us know what you think. Right, okay. Now let's check out Anniversary Corner, Devaldo. So we've got a selection of movies over here, folks. So from 2009, um, we've got a movie called 12 Rounds. Now, Deval, is this, what is this? Is this a boxing movie? No. <laughs> What's well, this? I <laughs> well, I did see 21 Bridges. Uh, we may get time to talk about it today. We may, we may not, but I thought, let me try and find some films that are like, you know, police films or or whatever, or films that have numbers in the title. 12 Rounds is a, uh, it's a, it's an action film with John Cena. Came out in 2009. Uh, he's a, he's a, a detective that discovers his girlfriend has been kidnapped. Ooh, ooh, don't just, oh. don't kidnap a detective's girlfriend. Uh, and being kidnapped by ex-cons oh. tied to his past. The people he's put in prison, they've come out and thought, yeah, let's get his girl. Let's get his girl. <laughs> they've kidnapped his girl <laughs> and basically said to him, you want to get your girl back? You better complete these 12 challenges oh before gosh. you get her back. A bit like, you know, Hercules is, uh, what, what do you call it? Yeah, the... Um... Trials or whatever the they call them, yeah. trials or whatever. Yeah, so he's got to complete these twelve challenges to get his girl back. Uh, but I'm sure, even if he, even if he completes them, they're not gonna, just going to go. Here you go. Here's a girl back. Thank you for com- for completing your challenges. <laughs> Please fill out the survey survey and let us know how you thought of this of the experience. Oh no, obviously beef is going to happen. <laughs> but yeah, that's the premise anyway. It seems like a decent film. Uh, but uh, yeah, John Cena, twelve. 12 rounds, man. 12, 12 rounds. rounds. And I was just having a quick look. It's directed by Rennie Harlan. He was this Rennie Harlan, man. He's a he's a gangster, this guy. He directed Die Hard 2. He directed a Nightmare on Elm Street Part 4. Oh, hello. Yeah. This, the long, do you remember that film? The Long Kiss Goodnight yeah. with um, yep. Samuel L. Jackson and Gina Davis. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, he, remember he, that he one. directed that one. Deep Blue Sea, he directed that as well. Huh? Yeah. All right. Okay. So 12 rounds. Go check that one out, folks. That's from uh, 2009. So 10 years ago. Now this next movie. Oh my gosh, man. This is one. Now you're talking, Devaldo. Now you're talking, Uh, right? This uh, is from 15 years ago from 2004. This is Police Story. Now, hang on a second. What? No, no. Hang on. Police Story. Tell me you've got, this is the Jackie Chan one you're talking about. 
Yeah, of course. Yeah, All yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, yeah. So please story. So um, Jackie Chan's please story. And oh man, this movie, man, this is brilliant. This movie is Jackie Chan doing what he does best. You know, he's a cop Whoa. and he's going out to take down the bad guys, but he does it in the Jackie Chan style. So remember yep. back in the day, right? Jackie Chan, he started off as a stuntman for, I, I think it was like, you know, he's in Fist of Fury. He's in Bruce Lee's Fist of Fury. Yeah, so yeah, 1972. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's getting kicked around as a stuntman, Whoa. but then he made it into being like this huge Hong Kong action star. Yeah. And but yeah, this, this one is, this one's new police story. Oh. The original police story is 1985. Shit. So this, this is, is like an updated police version. Yeah, right. this, is, okay. this is slightly updated. <laughs> right. So this is new police story. And you know yeah. what, right? <laughs> man, you can't put Jackie down. This guy is just nah. bouncing all over the place, man. So it's that same thing, like his style, where it's, it's, it's kung fu, it's like, you know, it's comedy as well at the same time. But it's those stunts that he does. And I remember always watching his movies thinking, how the hell does he buddy do it? And you can see how he does it because at the end of his movies, when the credits are rolling, they show the outtakes of his of his films. Yeah. And you see it when he gets hurt, when he get, falls yeah. down, when something breaks on his head or something. And like, yeah, man, Jackie Chan, he, he's, he's, he's wicked, man. I love Jackie. Jackie's cool, man. He's, he's my idol. Yeah, he's, he's, gangster. He, he's gangster. He is. Didn't you meet him at the airport one I time? I met him at the airport and I was just like, Jackie, I'm your favourite. I'm your fan. I'm your fan. And I was like, what are you doing? And he, and, um, and he goes, I'm flying back to Hong Kong. And and I said, so what film are you making? And he goes, I was just filming in Nether in, the, in Holland and stuff. And oh man, he was wicked. He was brilliant. Yeah. He's, I bet he's, he still remembers that conversation. I, he, does, he, he does. He does. He still remembers it. Every time he goes to Heathrow, he's looking for you. He's, he's like, like where is guy? that little Indian kid? Like, you know, who ran up to me, like, you know, trying to kick me in the in the head. Uh, all right, okay. So, um, so that was two thousand four. So now, twenty years ago, nineteen ninety nine, there was this movie oh. about a woman who. Now, hang on a second. Does she does she kill the husband? Which is framed for her husband's murder. That's it. Uh, and, and but she suspects he's still alive. That is it. Uh, but she's already been tried for the crime, so she can't be re-prosecuted. And that is the whole story. It's double jeopardy. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a good film, you know. Yeah, there was, it is. In, in, there's, there's a few years where this came out. Where uh, what's the one with uh, Anthony Hopkins and it, Fractured came out. Yes. Uh, there's one with Michael Douglas as well. I think that came out. I think The Game or something. The I Game. Uh, yeah, there's a few good films that came out at a similar sort of time, but this one seemed decent as well. This one's decent. Because the decent premise film. is good because he mm. was this little slimy guy that, yes. she, that marries yes. her and then um, he disappears. They blame her for the murder and yeah. she comes back out of prison. And Yeah. And it's got. Does she kill him? <laughs> I can't remember if she kills him or not, but she finds him. She tracks him down in New Orleans. Uh, she she's framed for killing him and goes inside or whatever, comes out and long story short, I think she actually kills him. <laughs> her husband. She kills her husband. So the reason it's called double jeopardy is because she can't get tried for the same the same crime twice. So she just <laughs> I think obviously he's he's a mad guy and he's done something bad and all sorts. So I think the fact that he does die it's not that bad. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. No, I remember it. It was good. And it had Tommy Lee Jones in it, I think. And then at the end, 
he lets her like you know he, he always plays that grumpy old git like and i remember him being grumpy in this one as well but uh yeah double jeopardy go go out and watch that movie folks it's a good movie you'll, you'll definitely be intrigued and, starring, and enjoy that starring one. ashley judd as well judd yeah yeah all right okay so next up from 25 years ago now i mean I'm sure this is going to be ripe for a reboot as well. But back in the day, the Police Academy movies, man, they were like funny. I remember watching the first one. I used to love watching that movie. Um, But this is Police Academy Mission to Moscow from 25 years ago. And the first one, God, the first one must have come out in the early 80s. Oh, yeah. Early, early 80s. Yeah, you're right. Because this one is 94 and they they were going on for ages, man. Yeah, and did this still have Mahoney in it? Oh, Mahoney. <laughs> that's, such a, that's, such a, that's such a police name, isn't it? Mahoney? Ma- Mahoney. And what about the guy who did the the the, the sound effects? Well, Hightower, was, funny, was that his man. name or something? Oh, or? Hightower with the, the six, six, six or seven foot, yeah. no, the seven foot guy. Yeah, oh he was gosh, massive. Okay. But what about the guy who did the, 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 the voices, voices. The, the sounds? Oh my gosh. What's he like? <laughs> <laughs> what he was doing, man. I don't know what that was. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> shit. I don't know what's oh, going man. on there. Yeah, Probably. but watch, definitely watch... Definitely watch Please Get Me the first one. And as as they just go on, they just get oh worse and worse. So in this one, uh, mission, so, mission, mission to Moscow, the Russian government have to get, the, they, 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 they've basically gone to America to say, we need your police to help us deal with some <laughs> other mafia. So they, try, they, they enlist, of all the police officers, they enlist the police academy <laughs> officers to go to Russia and to help them. Ron Perlman's in this one as well, you know. Ron oh my Perlman. Gosh. Cable. Don't know who plays a little... Cable. Don't know who plays Cable. He plays yeah. a Russian. Yeah, obviously. Obviously. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, so please get me a mission to Moscow. Go check that one out if you want to laugh. Um, and finally, from 30 years ago, this is... Yeah, man. I, I, I like this movie. I watched it. I remember watching this. This is Tango and Cash. This is yep. the join-up of... Uh, Sylvester Sloan and Kurt Russell. Yep. Tango and Cash. What a name, Cash. man. What a names, man. They don't make him what like they used to, you know. I know. And I remember, I, I especially like this movie because Sylvester Stallone's sister in this movie was Terry Hatcher. And oh. um, she was, she was fine. <laughs> she was fine. And she was in, um, do you remember Superman? The, the, oh, yeah, yeah, the cool. series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was in that. She played Lois Housewives, Lane. Housewives, isn't it, as well? Desperate Housewives as well, yeah. So I remember Tang on Cash. It was good. It's a good little action action movie. Um, Tang on Cash, they'd like play two police officers on different sides of Los Angeles and then they've got to team up because they're framed. And then there's this whole thing about they go, get sent to prison. They've got to escape from prison. They've got to kind of stop the bad guys. Yeah, you know, it was funny. And, you know, seeing them team up together, Kurt Russell and Sylvester Sloan, it was, it was interesting. Uh, good 80s flick. Yeah, uh, yeah. action flick you know so um what more do you want man go check that one out <laughs> exactly all right okay so um folks go check those movies out you will definitely have a good time watching them if you pick out um double jeopardy and uh and tango cash and please story um i'm not sure about the rest but um <laughs> you know um yeah all right okay so let's have a look at our film review and 
we are going to be bringing you a discussion about Rian Johnson. Yes, Rian Johnson, isn't it? Yep. The film director. Or Ryan Johnson. Uh, or Ryan Johnson, Rian Johnson, Ryan Johnson, however you want to pronounce it. Um, director of movies like uh, The Last Jedi. Yep. Movies like uh, Looper. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, director Looper. And I'm sure there's another big movie that he directed. Another, another, another big, big one, big is one. it? Oh, uh, oh, damn. It was... Oh, no, hold on. Not, no, no, not Rogue One. He was in Rogue One. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. You know, another big one. Maybe not. There was a movie of his that I watched, and this is years ago, and it stars Gordon Joseph. Jo- Gordon Joseph It's called no another one. It's called Brick. Oh, okay, Brick. Okay. Yeah, and you know what? That is a murder mystery movie as well. Oh, is it? Yeah, and it's actually oh. really good. And it's kind of like they've taken the whole murder mystery, but and they transported it to high school kids. And um, so it's about this guy, uh, about this teenager. He's got to solve the murder of uh, the, the yeah, solve the murder of his of his ex girlfriend. It's a really interesting movie that one as well. Actually, that's actually a hidden gem. So oh. that one actually should have been on our hidden oh, gem wow. section. Okay. Actually, yeah. Um, but anyway, so look, folks, let's speak about this movie. It's n- it's called Knives Out. And Deval, just just give me a role uh, rundown of the of the cast here. Oh my gosh, who hasn't it got in it? We've oh, yeah, got uh, Daniel Craig, James Bond, Captain America, Chris Evans. Uh, we've got Anna Diarmas. Oh, she's hot. Yeah. She's in it. She's brilliant. Uh, Jamie she's brilliant. Curtis. We've got General Zard, Michael Shannon. We've got the Don, Don Johnson, Tony Collette, Hereditary, Lakeith Stanfield, Get Out, Atlanta, Christopher Plummer, All the Money in the World, uh, Catherine Langford, who was uh, meant to be in uh, the new uh, Hawkeye sort of TV show, yeah. meant to be like the young sort of cake bishop or, or was she the one that was meant to be Iron Man she's, she's in the deleted scene yes that's it sorry yeah she was meant to be Iron Man's daughter in, in the yeah. end game yeah uh, J- 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 Jaden Martell uh, he was in It It uh, a whole bunch of people are in this film but yeah really good really good cast really good film directed by Ryan Johnson and yeah I mean the, the, the premise I guess the premise is very easy uh Christopher Plummer's character, he's a really rich, rich guy. He sort of is the head of the family, owns a publishing company, books and all kinds of stuff like that. He's got a massive estate. He's like a stereotypical, uh, not English, but he seems English, but he's not. He's American. He seems English, but he's not, yeah. (laughs) But uh, he's rich, basically, and everyone sort of depends on him in some kind of way. Uh, But yeah, he turns up dead. uh, And it's all about who did it, basically. Shit, this guy's old. Hold on a second. Wow. Christopher Plummer was born 13th of December, 1929. He's 90. Oh my gosh. He's 90. 90 years old. Yeah, in 10 years time, he'll be 100. Wow. I can't. That's amazing. And when you see him on screen, this guy, man, he's like sprightly. He's like, he's like, you know, all over the place type of thing. He's going to be 90. He's going to be 90 in like... Well, by the time you listen to this, he's 90. Shit. Okay. Wow. Well, happy birthday, Mm. uh, Christopher Plummer. Um, But you know what, right? What I liked about this movie, number one, firstly, right, what I liked was I I love a whodunit movie, like a a murder mystery movie. And yeah, there's kind of like an argument to, you know, there is this kind of case for obviously um, the Agatha Christie and, and, 
Agatha Christie, the the whole kind of uh, murder mystery, like that genre, that features in this as well. And this kind of nods to that as well. Uh, nods to Poirot. And do you remember Murder on the Orient Express? Yes, yes, yes. yes. You know, that was, that was, that, that came out, what, um, maybe about six months ago, was it, Deville? Uh, a bit longer than that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, beginning of the year, you know. So, I mean, I I had a better time watching this movie mm. than I had mm. that movie. But the yeah. movies, they have a kind of like they they share the same DNA type yes. of a thing. I think Rian Johnson, he he loves Agatha Christie, Agatha Christie novels, and I think he's you know been influenced by them as well. And there's kind of a couple of nods to uh, there, there's a there's a bit in the um in the movie where Daniel Craig's character he calls. Uh, Anna the uh, Armas's character Watson. He calls her Watson. So it's this kind of this yeah. whole thing, like you know this, you know the the influences of like Sherlock Holmes, Agatha Christie, Poirot, and yeah, man, I really really enjoyed the movie. I thought it was funny. I thought um, Daniel Craig's introduction in the movie was pretty funny as well. So there's a bit in the movie where they're being interviewed, and you've got um, Lakeith. Um, his, his, I can't remember. Yeah, Stanfield. Yeah, I, I can't remember what his name in the movie is, but he's interviewing kind of like, for example, um, Jamie Lee Curtis's character, and then whenever, whenever the question is probably being like, you know, he's asking the wrong type of question. Daniel Craig's character, he just presses the piano. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, and people are like, who the hell is this guy sitting yeah. at the back over there? And to the point where one of the, what, what you know, one of the characters turns around and says like, who the, who the F are you? Like, what are you doing sitting at the back over there? And then his kind of character comes to the forefront and then he starts taking over the kind of the investigation. So he reminded me of Poirot. Like, mm. and, and don't you reckon, Devaldo, don't you reckon the fact that they put, they gave this kind of Southern drawl accent of his, mm. why do you think that was? Why do you think they went with that type of an accent? I don't know, to make him uh, old school, maybe old school kind of, you know, American type thing. Uh, I think, I don't know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think anything of it really. I just kind of it just reminded me of Poirot because like when you first when I when you hear Poirot like you know he's this Belgian um, you know detective and he's like on the on the on the Orient Express and I don't know he's just kind of this differentiator between everyone else I just kind of thought like you know they've just picked like you know they gave Daniel Craig they gave him kind of like a uh, like an accent like type of thing and I thought it kind of just lends itself Um, yeah so but what did you think of the acting so let's go through the whole thing so it's a murder mystery. It's like they, you know, he's got to solve who is the person who killed, you know, this person, um, uh, you know, Christopher Plummer's uh, uh, character. Yeah. And you see it from different versions, right? You see the same scene um, so a couple of times, like the same scene in like, you know, from different eyes, which I thought was interesting. And they've all got something to kind of gain from his death right would you would you agree with that yes that's that that's what makes it interesting yeah they've all got something they've all got a a motive like a motive for the the, dad dying that will benefit them uh so that's why it makes it all more all the more intriguing as to who might have done it you know yeah uh, i really enjoyed i I really enjoyed the i thought it was going to be a straightforward okay you know who done it kind of thing try and solve it but it's not straightforward because obviously no spoilers but like you know it's not the, the the sort of the sort of uh, I guess the, the the story beats and uh, 
the, the way you think it's going to go, it's not going to go that way. And I like it because of that. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. we, we find yeah, out, absolutely. we find out things that we don't think we're going to find out, you know, at different stages where you think, hold on, why are they telling me this now? And you find things out that you think, oh shit, shouldn't this be later or, or, or vice versa. And it really does, it keeps you on your toes until the last second. Absolutely. And you know what? I'm so silly. When I was watching this movie, I was like, I was trying to guess, right? Who is it? Yeah. Who is it? Who is it? To the point where, you know who I thought it was? I thought it was one of the police officers. Oh, is it? <laughs> Seriously. It had me wrong guessing. Because I was like, what's this guy? He's too stupid to be like, you know, maybe there's got to be some sort of kind of like, you know, ulterior motive, like, you know. But yeah, no, it's like there's red herrings and then there's kind of like things that you got to kind of watch out for and but yeah man it's interesting it was kind of almost like this breath of fresh air and you see in a movie like this you got this huge big cast of you know great actors and Rian Johnson he's you know the fact that he can do a movie like Star Wars The Last Jedi and then he can move into something like this I think that's I think that's great I think the way he can kind of get that performance from people I thought was really really interesting and yeah, man. I, I wasn't bored. Like, I wasn't no, thinking, no. shit, yeah. when is this movie yeah, going to be over? Exactly. I was kept guessing all the time. I thought Daniel Craig, you know, you know, he, we're going to be seeing him as, as Bond next. I thought this was like a great departure because what I can't remember the last Daniel Craig movie that I've seen of his, to be honest with you. What do you mean outside of Bond? Outside of Bond. Yeah, I know what you mean, actually. Yeah, same. Same. So I thought that was good, and um, Anna de uh, Anna de Armas. I thought she was really good. What is she? What else has she been in, Deval? She was in Blade Runner. Uh, oh she's, yes, yeah. She's going. She's going to be in the new Bond as well. <laughs> oh right, yeah, okay. She's going to be in the new Bond as well. So her and Daniel Craig, they know each other, man. <laughs> so she's she's Cuban Spanish, yeah, man. Yeah, so she's right. really great. Yeah. She's yeah, she's really great in this. And you know what? I also, you know, I said kind of like I was suspecting the one of the police officers. But I was like if I'm being honest, I was um you you, you kind of focus on her as well. So you think, "Oh shit, could did she do it? Yeah, could she have done it?" Yeah, you know, yeah. is this going you know, is is she playing everyone and stuff like that? So like there's all these little twists and turns in the movies which you got to watch. And mm. you, when you watch it, you will definitely, definitely enjoy it. So, um, yeah, yeah, man. It does a good job. It does a good job. I really liked it. And like I say, do watch it. We're, we're purposely not spoiling it because this is this is a film we, you cannot spoil. Uh, you need to watch this with a fresh mind and not know what's going on. So just watch it all the way to the end and let us know if you suspected the right person or not. You know, yes. I will say there's a bit of trivia in this. You know, uh, Christopher Plummer's mum. In the film, right? She's very, yeah. she's like, she's very old. Basically, Christopher Plummer's character, his mum is still alive. <laughs> He's quite old, That's and crazy. the mum's also still alive. She's in a wheelchair, but she doesn't say much. The funny thing is, in real life, the the character that plays his mum is actually six years younger than him. <laughs> oh, is it? Wow. Yeah, she's actually because he's ninety, she's eighty six. So it's like, <laughs> she's actually younger than him, but they use makeup to and, make her look even more older. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> and it's so funny, right? Because um, one of the guy, one of the, the police officers, he, he says, oh, that's your mu that's your grandma. Like, you know, that's his mum. And he's yeah. like, wow, man, like he's old. And yeah. like, how old is she? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. So go watch yeah. that movie, folks. It's called Knives Out. It's in your local cinema right now. Watch it and let us know what you think. Right. Okay, Deval, what else are we doing? 
Yes, so uh, we are going to do a quick one for 21 Bridges. 21 Bridges, uh, I'll just sort of go through this quickly, but uh, I saw this uh, just the other day and uh, I actually, I must say I was pleasantly surprised. 21 Bridges mm. stars uh, Chadwick Boseman, otherwise known as Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. And uh, it is produced or co-produced by the Russo Brothers. Ah, okay. Exactly. So this is not 21 Jump Street, it's 21 Bridges. And it's <laughs> basically he's an NYPD cop who, when he was young, his dad died on, on the job and it made him want to be a cop. And he's quite a tough cop, you know, but he does have a, you know, really good moral compass and believes in doing the right thing at all times. He's got a reputation for being hardcore. And in the film, it opens up with him being investigated by uh, internal affairs, uh, which I often do have internal affairs, but that's another kind of <laughs> internal affair I'm talking about. <laughs> so it stars Chadwick Boseman, Sienna Miller is in the film, J.K. Simmons, Stephen James, who was in uh, If Bill Street Could Talk, Taylor Kitsch, who was Gambit in 2009's uh, right, yeah. uh, X-Men Chronicles or whatever. Uh, it's got Keith David, uh, who was in, uh, it's been in a few films. Uh, but yeah, really good film. And the premise is that uh, New York, I thought it was the fact that someone killed his dad and he found out who it was. It's nothing to do with that. It's more that there's uh, a drug problem in New York. Hey, surprise, surprise. Uh, a big yeah. thing happens. Uh, these drug dealers go to rob another drug dealer <laughs> and they think that there's uh, 30 keys of drugs. They get there and there's 300 keys. Uh oh. Gets there, shit, shit goes tits up. They end up killing the person that was <laughs> looking after the drugs. But little did they know, police turned up while they were robbing the place. Mm-mm. So the police turn up and then the police realize that there's a robbery in progress. These robbers end up killing the police. And from there, it goes tits up. Uh, Chadwick Boseman's put on the job. He needs to try and find these people that night. It happens about one in the morning. He's got until five in the morning, four hours to try and get these people. This is Taylor Kitch's character and Stephen James. They're the two robbers. And basically, 21 Bridges is because in New York, I think there's 21 bridges. So Chadwick okay. Boseman, in his speech, <laughs> he has this speech here where he's like, okay, I want this person to da-da-da. I want that person get, uh, get na- narcotics. That person, make sure we've got a chopper in the sky. Make sure you, you shut down this city. Shut down every bridge. And somebody, get this man a shield. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was, oh my I was gosh, him man. to say at the end of it, Get this man a shield. Man a shield. <laughs> exactly. It was a <laughs> engage all defenses. Oh my gosh! <laughs> engage. That is amazing. Engage all defenses. That's amazing. <laughs> Evacuate the city. Engage all defenses <laughs> and get this man a shield. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> sorry, sorry, I'm digressing. Sometimes, sometimes it's so hard to separate like kind hard, of the character man. from the actor, isn't it, man? It's hard, it's, I know exactly what you mean. In this film, he's got his natural American accent. When I say this man sounds weird, yeah. I just expect him. <laughs> he sounds weird. I just expect him to be like, hey, engage all defenses, you know? I, I just... <laughs> he sounds weird. He's got a funny face. 
I can't see him oh in any other gosh. character. And he runs the same it's as so Black weird. Panther. I just run and I'm thinking, hold on. That's how Black Panther runs. It's like, it's weird. Oh, shit. Yeah, but it's, you know, it's a decent film. I'm not going to spoil it because the, the, the actual story is very twisty. It's not what you expect. Right. There's much. What, so what there's... Um, there's... So what you're, you're thinking that it's this person, it's but then it's just, this person? Not just about drug dealers, yeah. There's other people involved in this film that are responsible for what's going on. Ah, yeah, right, okay. exactly. This is a week of expected, expecting the unexpected. So don't think expecting it's just, not just those, those those drug dealers that rob the place, and it's it's not just they. It's obviously they they're doing that, but the other shit that goes down, hmm. it is very 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 close to home and very very uh, unexpected. Well, yeah. So as, as the film goes on, there's the plot thickens and he finds out that these drug dealers are not the biggest problem in the city of New York. Ah. Yeah. You know what? It's the officials. Well, I ain't saying shit. All I know is those drug dealers are the tip of the iceberg. They're very tip of the iceberg. And because of that, Chadwick Boseman doesn't know who to trust. (laughs) Yeah. He doesn't know who to trust and it goes mad. I'm telling you, man. So yeah, hang on a second. You know what? It sounds like. Do you remember there was a Bruce, Lee, uh, not Bruce Lee, uh, Bruce Willis movie, where he's got a transport. M- most death sixteen blocks. That's it. Yeah. Sixteen blocks. Yeah, yeah. Is it? it do you no, remember that I, one? I, I get yeah. you saying it's not. It's not like that. As in, like, with that one, it's more like a proximity thing, and they got to you know. But this one, right. they just locked down the city because it's got twenty-one bridges. That's all. So everything's happening in New York, but there's no real proximity. Sort of, you know. Right, madness okay. there, you know. So it's, yeah, I hear what you're saying though. But and what are we? And what do we think of our guy, um, our our guy Black Panther? Like, what's it in terms of moving away from? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying he's moving away from Black Panther, but obviously he's going to be doing Black to. Panther Part Two. Yeah, that's coming out in 2022 May. But yeah, I yeah. mean, he's doing other films. I saw him in Marshall. Marshall was good, uh, decent film. I've not seen him in the yeah. uh, James Brown film, but I heard he's good. But yeah, he's yeah. got a funny face. I just his face is always for me Black Panther, <laughs> and uh, uh, even and, anything else, and, it's, it's just weird. <laughs> yeah, and we um, we spoke about this on the show ages ago. Mm. There was one of our film news about him making a Japanese mo- what well, a film made in Japan mm. where he plays like the first like you know black samurai yes, or something. Yes, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, so I mean that's going to be that that sounds really interesting. So hopefully, kind of we can see more. But I totally get what you cu- where you're coming from when you see like you know you have a character who's so synonymous with a character and then when they do other roles it's like you still only see that other character it's like it happens when i see ryan reynolds oh is it okay like where i just think this is just like deadpool yeah 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 true so true um all right so folks go check out those movies and um let us know what you think so that's knives out 21 bridges yep um, to, we think you're going to enjoy them. To scores, knives out. What would you give it? Oh, knives out. Yeah, man, I liked it. I give it a good eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Okay, cool, cool. I, I yeah. think I'll do the same. You know, I think I'll do the same. Yeah. And with, with, with twenty one bridges, it. I think I'll give that like a seven. I'll give it a seven. Yeah, I'll give it a seven. Okay, it was decent. It was yeah. Decent. Nice. Yeah. Um. All right, so folks, that is it for today. We will be back with another episode next week and we are going to be looking at some new movies, some new films that are going to be coming out. Deval, do you yep. know what's coming out next week? 
Oh, next week we've got a few films coming out, actually. Uh, well, there's actually, I think there's some new releases on Netflix as well. Uh, so you've got the the, the the marriage one with Scarlett Johansson and uh, Kylo Ren. i that. I think it's called Marriage yes. Story, I think it's called. But that's meant to be good. That's that's out as we speak. So maybe we'll get to watch that yes. and, and let everyone know how it is. Uh, Jumanji, that's, that's out as we speak at the moment. Uh, Jumanji Part 2, so maybe we'll get a chance to see that. Uh, so yeah, I think those two in maybe, nine days' yeah. time is, is sorry. In nine days' time, it's Star Wars. It is, and by the time we rec- by the time this comes out, it's even less days' time. So, I mean, exactly. shit. I mean, yeah, Star Wars is around the corner, around the corner. My tickets are booked already. Oh man, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get on that, and um, yeah. So we'll be we we'll, yeah we're gonna be watching loads of stuff, and. Um, Maybe and we'll also probably speak about. I want to speak about Mandalorian again, so we'll yes, probably speak yes, about that yeah. next week well, as well. Definitely, good idea. Right. We'll catch up on that. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. All right. Okay. Cool. So, folks, thanks for listening. Keep subscribing, and we hope you enjoy. You know the show. You enjoyed the show. Uh, let us know what you think, and uh, it's a it's a goodbye from me. Definitely. Peace out, guys, and don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Just pop in the Flicksters podcast.